I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. So this is, as you can see by the title, this is the introduction, and it's only my doing (laughs) that we're having an introduction episode seven episodes into a podcast, and that is just typically me. So I just think that this was just heaven sent and came at the right time because I've just been super busy and really haven't been able to jot down and really try to figure out what I'm going to speak in the introduction. But I did make a list, so I'm happy about that. But also, too, the reason why I came up with the introduction episode so late was just because um, I really didn't start the podcast, the origin of this podcast on time. Well, earlier than I wanted to because the, as you can see, this is the seventh episode, I think, just about if I got my uh, uh, my episode list right. But that, uh, as you can see with Married at First Sight, I have to also uh, recap those episodes so I just wanted to just do those first and then I was just going to see what was going to what happened and then also with um, the episode with Elise and Angel I definitely wanted to stow that away and get that out of there so I just kept going and going and then everything was just coming (laughs) everything was happening so quickly I'm actually backed up with episodes of Married at First Sight so I'm gonna recap those as soon as this is done but I definitely wanted to have an introduction episode. But again, it's a very long-winded answer. I'm already two minutes in. So I just wanted to just say that, yes, um, this is the introductory episode and introduction. And again, like I said before, this is perfect because this is a late episode into the podcast life. But it is a pretty good allegory or parallel to my own life where I was a late bloomer with everything. But we'll get to that in a bit. But let's just start off. Let me look at my notes. Let's just start off here. It says why I started this podcast. Okay, well, well, first off, um, the reason why I started this podcast was because I, I I had an old podcast roughly about two years ago. Um, two, two and a half years ago, I believe I ended it in June or July of 2018. I should have looked this up before I started this because I like being, I'm, um, even though I hate this word, I am a perfectionist, even though I hate that sounds very, um, um, what's the word? Sounds very, um, not uppity, but very, not profound either but very pompous. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. It's very pompous. Like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. Like, calm down. <laughs> you know, it's just, I just like, I just like running things very smoothly and very tact. So that's, that's, that's just me. But yeah, I had an old podcast. It was a relationship podcast that I ran with an ex of mine. And when I say ex, she, she wasn't my girlfriend at the time who was now my ex. She was an ex before the show even started. And that was the like crux of the show, and a lot of people liked it. Uh, it was it was very good. It was very awesome. Um, I well, we did 119 episodes together, but then I left after the 119th episode, and um, 
I always wanted to, I mean, I, I wanted to, I couldn't do it anymore and we'll get, we'll get into that a little later. But, um, I always, I had other things to do. Like I, I had other ventures to do and it was just getting too much to do all those things at once. So I decided to leave the podcast, but it kept going. They found a new host. Uh, they, we found a new host and they kept, they kept going for as long as they did. I think they did it for one more year and then they ended it on their own. And I was just, uh, toiling away with my own projects. You know, I, I just wanted to just hone in on my own skills and do things on my own, like writing. Cause I, I really wanted to get back into writing. I, I've been a writer for a while so I just wanted to see if I could flourish in that medium. But then I just, you know, the the world goes on and you just see these articles and these things that happen like the like the Aisha Curry thing uh, and the Will and Jada entanglement and things like that. But not even so high profile, just evergreen things about like gender roles and uh, women you know gaining more power not even in a um not even in a uh like corporate america type power but like just in the social structure and how possibly they might have this bubble around them that you can't say anything about them anymore they are immune to criticism you know, um, and, and all those things that, like, I just wanted to talk about those things. And, but I had no medium to do that for because I left it, you know, and also it was dead. Not to say that I couldn't go back to that show and say my own stuff. But at the same time, I was like, no, I like, I'm, I'm kind of done with that. Like, I'm good. But with me and also just being a creative, I just missed being expressive you know uh, whether it is whether it was through writing or just expressing myself because a lot of those episodes that we did you know they they came from like just me looking at things looking at articles and just stuff that I just wanted to speak about out loud and I, I was so glad to have that opportunity to do that on that show but at the same time I was like, man, I, I, I really want to have a show again. And I was like, could I do it on my own? I, I don't know. But I, I have done other, um, I have done other podcasts on my own. I mean, I've done one, uh, that was about, uh, superheroes. Cause that's, that, excuse me. That's another love of mine, superheroes. And, um, actually I've done two, two that are superhero based, so the one of that one was like 50 episodes another one was like 17 but like i've 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 guest hosted on other podcasts along the way for the like for the past two years so essentially i have created 200 plus episodes of content and for that i'm extremely grateful it's for the for the people who want to be podcasters you know you can do it but and it feels great to accomplish something, but I'm here to tell you that it is not easy. Okay. It's not as hard as you think it might be, but it's definitely 
not as easy as you think it might be too. So those 200 plus episodes, I like, you can't take that away from me, you know? Uh, and I'm extremely happy that I've, uh, reached that milestone, even though it's not really a milestone, but it, it's, I, I feel very happy and grateful that I was able to do that. And again, I just wanted to see if I could make a make a show again but especially on my own it's, it's just gonna be me uh again i'm going to try to have guests on here for specific episodes because again i am no expert at all but i do love to talk about these topics that i have uh, whether it's on my phone or in my notebook or in my uh digital notes and on you know on my phone's app I want to get through all of them and I'm going to seek out like I did before great hosts to just I'm sorry great guests to just you know help me out and not even maybe even find an answer but just discuss what these things are about because I I don't think I mean I guess the stuff that I want to talk about can't really have an answer you're just going to go one way or the other which is fine I mean not everything needs to be wrapped up in a bow that's virtually impossible, but it's always good to discuss. We shouldn't um, be afraid to discuss things just because we might fear that we might get canceled or somebody might not understand the way that we're thinking. So we'll just cower away and not say anything. And then hopefully we won't ever need to discuss it. And, and that's not fair. Like everybody should, everybody should be heard. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean that we will agree with you, but you should be heard. But anyway, um, so let's see what what's what, what else is going on this on this list. But yes, uh, again, I just wanted to start this podcast, you know, just fresh. This is this is me. This is my creation. I mean, I already love it. I'm I'm, I'm not that far in, but I still love it. You know, uh, uh, I love this. I love this thing. And I love this creative freedom. I love this outlet, especially with this and also with writing these. I have come to find out are my two loves. So I'm glad that um, I'm able to uh, make it happen. You know, it's, 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 it's really cool. So. All right. So I already answered why I started this podcast. OK, so let's get to the embarrassing stuff. All right. I am 40 years old and I still live with my parents, both my parents. Again, like I said at the top of this episode, I am a late bloomer. Late bloomer with everything pretty much. I I you know, I had my first kiss pretty late. You know, lost my virginity pretty late. Um I was engaged and also disengaged. That's that's going to be a fun topic to uh hit <laughs> a little later but yeah i mean that's that was that was pretty much that's that's pretty much uh, my life um am i happy with my life i always see that in dating apps where they have a questionnaire right now i'm on okay cupid and i'm trying to date again i i i haven't had a a um i'm not successful what is it i haven't had a long standing relationship in about eight years i was engaged in 2012 and i haven't had a girlfriend since i mean i've been on a couple dates here and there 
but never any to really stick and you know be uh, a relationship with uh, to have a another girlfriend I, I i have not had that in over eight years and it kind of sucks because i'm kind of one of my in my group of friends one of the last friends to find a significant other let alone find a uh, a spouse all my friends are pretty much married and they're on kid number two so i again late bloomer i am far behind everyone else and i know again you're not supposed to compare yourself i recently was watching this show and a uh character was saying um what is it uh uh comparison is the killer of joy or something to that effect and it's a quote and it is true but at the same time you can't help but compare where you are with everybody else you know because sometimes you'll say hey man like let's go out let's do something let's do something on tuesday like oh i can't man you know the wife is you know tutoring and you know i got the kids at home but you know maybe i could uh maybe i could uh you know, uh, fill you in, you, you know, maybe I could, you know, jot you down, you know, three months from February. Is, is that all right with you? <laughs> you know, I'm like, you're never going to see, you're never going to see that person again. And I understand that. Uh, I know a lot of people say, I remember one of my friends who was recently getting married. I was like, all right, so this is going to be like, like the, pretty much the last time I see you. And she was like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And I was like, you know, you're getting married, right? That means you're going to occupy this world called marriage land and you occupy it and no one really sees you i mean they see you but from but there's a there's like a moat in between married land and like the rest of your circle and you know that we don't see you and she's like what do you mean what are you talking about that's so stupid we're gonna hang out again like just just like before and i was like all right whatever and lo and behold we do not hang out as much as we used to and that is no fault of anybody that's just the way that it goes like you're so you have created this life so you need to cultivate it you need to water it you need to plant it you know that that's what it is and i'm not mad at her at all like i'm the one who told her it was going to be that way so don't take it as like i'm mad that we don't hang out anymore not not at all it's just that i wish that i can go to married land and be with somebody (laughs) you know what i mean and be with my significant other but it's rough man it's rough out there i i don't know how many of you people are single and doing the dating thing or doing um uh like online or in person i mean i know obviously covid is here so it's it's difficult but i meant like before before covid you know like going out and going to the bar going to the concert and randomly going up to somebody like one i can't do that i can't do that for the life of me i'm too chicken i'll tell you i'll tell you that straight up i hate rejection i can't stand rejection and i can't stand conflict that is a big thing of mine um that is uh i am a infp by fault that is uh, my Meyer Briggs personality test, my sorry, my Myers Briggs type indicator, which is my personality, uh, and I suggest everybody should take that. I don't know, I don't know where you would find it, but pretty much uh, Myers Briggs test, take it, see what you are, because that thing is true. That thing is at least it's true for me. I know a lot of people like to 
discredit it or disclaim it. Ah, it's it's a bunch of hooey fooey and stuff. And hey, that's 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 on you. But for me, when I read it and I saw that I was an INFP and I was reading it, I was like, yeah, this is me. <laughs> you know. Uh, also, love languages. You know, de- definitely look into that too. I believe if you get your Myers Briggs personality test and also if you indicate what your love language is, I think you're, I think you are ahead of the game with knowing who you are and how you are and also how people can communicate with you uh, through, you know, different acts and stuff like that. I, I think that's, I think that's very good uh, for people to know and for people to find out my, my personal love language is touch physical touch. And, I found that out. Um, I found that out while I was dating somebody. But again, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. So, okay. So with um, the old podcast, like I said, I was with my ex, uh, and that was very interesting. <laughs> okay. So again, like my dating life. So um, I dated uh, my ex in. April of 2008, okay, April of 2008, and we broke up in August 2008, so four months, so, you know, you know how people say, uh, not not necessarily hot girl summer, because that wasn't invented yet, but when people say, what is it, like the summer of George, like in Seinfeld, or like, you know, you're gonna have a good summer, or something like that, that was, that was a summer, like, that was, that was a good summer, but you know, it, it, it failed because, you know, I was, I, I was, I say that I was pretty much a placeholder for, um, for the person that I was dating because, like, she was kind of waiting in the wings for somebody else. And then, then they got together, you know, after me. And then they had a horrible time <laughs> with each other. And I remember when I was broken up with her, she would call me up at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning and say, oh, my God, like, he's not paying attention to me. I don't understand. And, of course, any other person would be like, yeah, that's right. That You know, that's why you shouldn't have left me, punk bitch or whatever. But me being the nice guy that I am, I, like, instructed her to try to make it better. Oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I know that. Well, nowadays, you know, people call it simp. And you know what? Maybe I was. Maybe I was a simp person. But at the same time, you know, if she didn't want me and didn't want it, she didn't, you know, she if she didn't want me and thought that we weren't going to work, what am, what am I going to do? You know, uh, so I, I helped her out. I mean, it, it still didn't help. They had a horrible relationship. And then, and then her and I had a falling out because I was pretty pissed that she was, not that she was using me. She wasn't using me at all. But it was just that, like, why are you contacting me after you left me and try to and you want me to help you with the guy that you left me for so we had a big falling out but then like um yeah 8 years later we had a fall out we had a falling out for 8 years but and I was dating somebody at the time um and, oh I was dating my ex fiance but we had um she was saying that you have a dark cloud you know, over you and you really need to get that off. And that dark cloud was, you know, not talking to my ex and holding all this pent up anger. So 
um, I reached out to her via email and then we met up and we had like a four to five hour, uh, was it four hours or maybe it was like three or four hours, maybe two to three, four at the most, two, th- uh, four hour conversation about everything, just laid everything out. And then she's like, Hey, you know, if you want to like speak to me whatever, like it's all right. You know, after this, you know, we exchanged numbers. Then after that, you know, we chilled, I would chill at her house. And then she was like, Hey, I think we should like start a podcast or something about like our relationship and and because while we were speaking to each other we we discovered that we had parallel uh parallel situations that happened at you know within our own relationships and it was just very weird and we well she wanted to talk about it and i was like what are you talking about like a podcast get get out of here who's gonna listen to us and we ain't nobody <laughs> you know what i mean so uh but we got all in the in we got all the information and then i think late 2015 early 2016 i think like maybe the first or second uh the first or second week in january we launched it and it was great it, it was it was really fun and we would, i would meet up with her at her house every week and we would discuss relationship type question, uh, relationship type topics, and we talked about everything pretty much. We talked about expectations for sex. Um, what else did we talk about? We talked about we had a um, we had a um, we had a person who talked who would talk to her uh, talk to her husband from like beyond the grave. We had that episode. We had should you is it should you sow sow your wild oats before marriage we had a lot of things we we talked about sologamy which is marrying yourself we had we had an episode like that it was just very interesting it was really cool i really liked it a lot um and then she met her uh boyfriend through not through the show during the show during the show's inception and it was really cool because like obviously they were just dating while the show was going on. He never appeared on the show, but it was always funny. Just well, looking back and hearing it, her relationship progress and her worries. Like, I don't know if he's going to move in and all this stuff. And he's still attached to his old house and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, when he finally moved in, it's like, I don't know if he's going to, I don't know if he's going to propose and all this stuff. And, like calm down man like take it easy like he's here isn't he and it was just just funny to hear all that stuff but then after i left um that's when i found out she told me that you know they they he proposed and they got married so they got married during covid a couple weeks ago and it's just so funny to just sometimes listen back to those episodes and you're like oh my god like look how nervous you were and look how ridiculous you were worrying about the smallest things because now you are you've reached your goal so nothing else matters you reached it you you won you're married you know you reached your goal because she's always she's always wanted to be married so there you go but now listening back to these old episodes and you know she would tell me oh my god like listen to how i sound like yep mm -hmm." like and listen to how i sound i'm telling you how you feel right now <laughs> that you're blowing this thing out of proportion you need to calm down <laughs> you know so uh 
yeah, it was it was it was a cool time. So and she was cool. Um, we speak to each other, you know, time and time again. Uh, we, I mean, ironically, we have the same love for Married at First Sight. So sometimes she'll say, "Oh my God, did you see that episode? Did you see what's going on with uh, Amelia and um, Bennett?" And I'm like, "Oh, not yet. Just you know, let me catch up to the damn episode. <laughs> you know what I mean?" So that's you know that that's pretty cool but um but yeah so i i, I mentioned my ex uh ex-fiance during that whole thing and i met my ex-fiance um during no not during i in like in august of in august of 2008 like slightly a couple weeks after i broke up with the the one the one that i did with the show that the ex and we you know we talked uh, and it was it was really cool she was really awesome i met her actually met actually met both of them through okay cupid which is why i'm on it now i mean it, it's given me um luck before so hopefully it'll give me luck again but yeah we've we've talked to each other i mean we used to talk to each other and it got really really good and then two years two years in i was like okay i like love this chick and i want to spend the rest of my life with her so i started saving up for the uh ring and i proposed to her like two years later but only not because that i was scared or whatever but is because i saved up a lot of money but also too i i was uh, unemployed at the time so i was using some of my unemployment money and also money I would just save and scrounge around towards the payment of this ring to purchase for her. I mean, purchase to her. And so July, July 28th, 2012, I believe it was a Saturday. And that's when I did it. That, that's when I proposed to her. So like we were together for four years. That's where I proposed to her. She said, yes, happiest day of my life. It was freaking awesome. But then three months later, November 25th, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, uh, she decided to break up the relationship because, I mean, it was a lot, it was a lot, it was a lot of factors, you know, and um, one of the factors was that, you know, I, I was unemployed, I was not adamantly looking for a job. And and she was worried about that because she's like, you know, if we're gonna be married, how how are we going to support this dream that I'm fabricating? You know, about you know uh, being married and having a family and you know two cars, uh, you know, a garage and and all that good stuff. You know, um, how how am I going to make that a reality if I have no job? and you don't and and you don't seem adamant about it and the reason why i wasn't adamant about it is because i didn't want to have just a regular job i was really that's another thing too that this is this is a pro and a con that i have one of my attributes is that i am a dreamer okay so for me i was thinking that like no i don't want a quote-unquote regular job i didn't want to work in retail because at the time i've been working for retail for like maybe 15 years or something like that 
and I didn't want to work retail anymore and I was really pursuing writing and I really wanted to do that and I really thought that I was going to get picked up or something or you know get signed on to something and then just get you know oodles and noodles of money and then I'll be good you know or 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 just or just be on my way you know just like the inkling and that's why I I I really wasn't adamant about just just getting a job because I really didn't want to get a retail job just to get it and then be miserable at it and I know I've talked about this before especially with women and women have said oh you just should have did it you just should have dealt with it and I think that is a dichotomy that women don't get because I'm not saying that women don't get sacrificed that's not what I'm saying but it's like it's one thing to do something just because you need to do it. But then there's another thing, knowing that you're going to hate every second of it. And it's not even it's not even that it's the job of, of what the job is. It's not like, oh, you're going to have to do the, uh, I don't know, you're going to have to work in the sewers. You know what I mean? It's not that. It's just that, like, you're in this job and you're, oh, my God, like, it, it's such a, I didn't want this job, but I have to do something. But you hate every second, every bit of it. You punch, you putting in your punch card, you helping a customer, you putting up a sign, any activity that you're doing in this job, you hate because you know you don't want to be there because you are meant for something more. And that's how I felt back then. And that's how I feel about myself now. And... I don't necessarily hate my current job. Again, I'm in retail. 20, 21 years in retail. Woohoo. Um, but yeah, um, again, that that's why that's another reason why I'm doing this podcast and also writing because I feel alive. I feel alive when I do these things because I am a creative at heart. And I don't like being in retail. So I knew back then that I was going to, like, like okay, like I said, I feel alive right now. I would feel dead, you know, dead inside. E- even if it was for the uh, emergence of my potential marriage, I knew that I would not be happy. And she wasn't happy. She And she told me that she wasn't happy for a long time. She wasn't happy for the past two years of our relationship. And that's so ironic because within the first two years of the relationship, I put it in my head that I was going to marry her. You know, so we, we, we both felt something profound in the same time span. So, um, yeah, uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> We broke up. We tried to be friends. And uh, let me tell you, I mean, I understand there are some people who can be friends with their exes and, and that's great. You know, bravo to you. But there's a but there is another realm of trying to be friends with somebody that you're going to that you are going to spend the rest of your life with. It is completely different from what from anything that. I've experienced to go from fiance to friend is horrendous okay because now you know the the you know she's trying to look for 
Mr. Wright. And if you're her friend, guess what? You get to you get to hear the dates that she's going on. To, who to replace you? <laughs> you know? And it was horrible. And I didn't want to hear any of that. So we stopped talking for a bit because I did not want to hear any of that. So it was very on and off. Um, because we still cared a lot for each other. And... Yeah, it was very on and off. But then October 15th, no, October 15th, no, October 2015, I haven't heard from her in a very long time. So I, I believe I texted her. Yeah, I believe I texted her and said, you know, hey, what's going on? How you been? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, I haven't, you know, things are, things are well. I just went, I just went on this date with this guy he's really cool it's like oh okay didn't want to hear that but okay it's like yeah she you know and he's everything that i prayed for and more i'm like oh my god like that hurts you know thank you for telling your ex-fiance that but you know she wasn't saying it to be malicious at me she she was never that type of person but she was just being truthful she was speaking her truth as women like to say so um yeah she was just saying oh you know um uh, he's everything that I prayed for and more. He's great, blah, blah, blah. He just met my dad. And, you know, he gave me roses at the door, all this good stuff. It's like, all right. Well, to me, I was like, all right, well, I'm done. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, you have a good day and, you know, take care. And for me, I, I knew I was like, okay, that that's the guy. That's the guy who she's going to be with. I, I Again, I, I didn't see him. I didn't know anything about him, only what, she told me about him and I was like in my head I was like that's him that is the guy that is the guy who she's going to marry it's like man and I I was like man I do not want to hear in two years that like she married this dude I don't I don't want to hear that at all I don't want somebody to bring it to me Mm -mm." I was like fine I don't want to hear that so I was like all right you know 2017 I'm gonna hear it you know what I mean but like I said, this happened in twenty October of twenty fifteen. So that February twenty sixteen, four months later, right? I'm talking to this friend. And I'm like, hey man, what's going on? And she's like, Oh, you know, chilling. I'm texting each other. We're texting each other. And I was like, Oh man. And she's like, Listen, you know, I just want I just want to tell you if you if you need to talk, I'm here. I'm like, nope. Okay. <laughs> like, what do you, What do you mean? And she's like, No, no. I just I just want to let you know that like if you want to talk about it, I'm here. I'm like, What are you talking about? And she's like, Well, do you? I was like, Oh, you didn't hear? Didn't hear about what? It's like your ex. I was like, What about her? You know, just tell me. And he's like, Oh, well, well, she got engaged. I was like, What? I was like, What are you talking about? I was like, What do you mean she got engaged? Like, and I was like, wait, didn't she just meet this guy in October? <laughs> you know? And she was like, yeah, she just got, he like, she just got engaged. And, and it was the week, I believe, before Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, you know, salt into wound. It's freaking Valentine's Day. And you're getting proposed in four months of meeting this guy? And I felt like shit. I felt like absolute shit. Oh my God, I was, I was beside myself for probably for like a week, right? 
and then I'm chilling with this other person and they're saying they're like yeah you know this is in august i believe in august august of 2016 and they're like yeah you know so you know um, i'm gonna go to you know a wedding you know next week and i was like what are you talking about like i was like oh okay that's cool you know whose wedding he's like your ex's i was like what are you talking about like yeah it's like i got a wedding invitation i was like wait you're saying it's for this year nah you're wagging you it's it's probably for next year and he's like no it's for this year i was like it's for this year 2016 and he's like yeah i was like nah where is your wedding invitation he's like it's back at my house i was like well guess where we're going because <laughs> we were out to lunch so we went straight to my man's house i was like yo give me that invitation and sure enough said august 2016 my ex-fiance was getting married to her new fiance and i was like okay wait so october 2015 he she meets this person and then four months later, in February 2016, she, uh, she's engaged. And then six months later, she's getting married to the guy. So in, in all, in, in the whole thing, it, it in this whole love swooping thing, it's been 10 months. So it's been two months shy of meeting each other for the first time, uh, like for their year anniversary. It's two, it's two year shy of their one year anniversary of meeting each other that they get engaged and married that made me feel like i was nothing nothing at all you know because i felt that i worked so hard in that relationship uh, granted i am no prince i am not perfect in the slightest all right so i'm not even trying to tip my hat in that sense but it's just that like man i thought i worked hard in that relationship i thought that we were great together i made her laugh but it just wasn't enough you know just like they say love isn't enough and at this and me being naive even though i was 28 at the time me being naive uh no uh sorry i was, was i was 28 when we met 32 when we were engaged but um yeah being me being naive i was like yeah love is all you need i mean that's what they keep proposing proposing right in all these in all these um movies and television shows and these books love 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 you know love is everything love is all you need right isn't that a beatles song or john lennon you know love is all you need mm. no i found out that it wasn't no not at all love is probably the last thing that you need it's not the first you need a lot more and i felt horrible um i wish i could find this uh this quote um which is what i felt Let, yeah let's let's uh let's try to look this let's try to look this thing up because when i read this I, I i thought it was really profound and i really thought that it was speaking to me it's a text conversation and somebody's the first person says i really think love is not based on effort don't you think so and then the other person says then what is it based on and the first person says you want cold water i fan the cup a million times then someone else walks by with ice you want something from a person maybe you have expectations 
I work with blood, sweat, and tears to reach your expectations. And then suddenly, someone else just came by and has the thing that you've been looking for. So, you go with them instead. And I completely understand that. I can relate to that because, again, with our relationship. So, I've been coy with some of the reasons why we left each other. And I don't know why. I, th- I think, uh, I don't know, it's not that it's private. I mean, I guess it is. But at the same time, I'm I'm still dealing with those those issues. So, if I am to exorcise them out of me then I should be able to speak about them no so one of the issues is that she was very religious and her family was religious so and I was not I wasn't (laughs) as much you know so that that was always a big hurdle that we had to cross and her fiance which is now her husband they've been going three years strong congratulations to them um he she told me or that i found out or whatever that um he was part of his church's choir you know as like the piano guy or something like something like that you know like he's very much in the church so boom there you go so like no matter what i did no matter how many times i made her laugh or satisfied her or anything like that it didn't matter because i would have never reached the point that she needed to feel fulfilled you know with a partner like this dude just comes out of nowhere ta-da you know god sent me (laughs) you know and i'm like oh that's great and she's like oh awesome and again i'm not saying that she left me for him like we were broken up three like three years apart like like our my relationship with her and her relationship with her husband were three years apart so it's not like she left me for him so it's not it's not like that but what i'm just saying is just that like i i would have never been able to reach that potential you know because this guy what he was already built in with the things that she wanted from me and she kind of wanted me to be that you know she would say oh can we read bible study like once a week and i'm like i mean all right cool but it started getting kind of bad where she really wanted me to be a part of the church oh excuse me a part of the church and i was like look i sure but it got to the point where it felt like she wanted me to be really a part of it not to say that i would be a priest or something but she really wanted me to she wanted a leader essentially in the relationship she wanted me she wanted me to like lead her to the promised land pretty much and that was just too much pressure for me i was not that person i will never be that person it's i wanted me personally i wanted to make movies and i wanted to be in the entertainment industry that was my field that was my creative outlet and that's where i wanted to go but she was more interested in like missionary stuff i want to go to missionary i want to do be a missionary and and which is great you know that's 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 fine you know but that's not me so we just you know swayed and we you know we broke off so like that's that's how it's been and i and it's so ironic because at the beginning of our relationship she 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 was done with the church you know she was completely done with the church and but i can see that she always she always wanted to go back and again just like i said before with my with the ex that i did the podcast with 
you know, being the nice guy. I was like, no, like you want to do this. You should, you should do it. You should be in it. Go ahead, do it. You know, so you, you, you should go back in the church. And when she did, she felt so alive again and I felt so happy. But then that was the start of my own demise. And, you know, uh, and, you know, and I remember she even told me uh, one time that if she, if she were to choose, if, if it was a decision to choose between God and me, she would choose God. And she did, <laughs> you know, and yeah. And to tell you the truth, I've, I've, I've had a rough, uh, a rough relationship with you know the god above and of course yeah i am a religious you know i mean no i'm sorry i'm not religious i i am you know spiritual and you know i do believe in god but i mean that's pretty much the extent of it granted it is really weird because a lot of my projects have to do with religion and with discovery of and discovery of religion and the i guess trying to find your identity within that as well i guess maybe it's just my insides trying to figure it out myself so that's so it pulls into my creativity outlets which is awesome you know but but then again that's the extent of it i'm i'm not I, you know i haven't we used to go to church like every week every weekend for the majority of our relationship and i haven't gone since because again i i, I have a love love-hate relationship with religion because of my relationship with my ex fiance um so yeah so if there's any religious or spiritual thing going on it's 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 at home trying to come up with these creative outlets um with with within my stories that's pretty much it but yeah so um it's 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 been hard you know, and, and I, I don't know to the God's honest truth. I don't know if, um, I don't, I don't know if I'm necessarily over her, not to necessarily say that I wouldn't want to get back with her because one, obviously I can't because she's married, but two, I don't think I would, even if she wasn't, because I would just be in the same situation that we were in eight years ago you know what i mean nothing has changed and i guess that is a bad thing nothing especially has changed with me since i'm still in retail and still a big dreamer you know and but this time I, my dream will become a reality you will know my name soon enough you know the world will know my name but because i'm putting all my effort into that but again i i don't know if it's necessarily over over her but it just is over the situation you know what i mean it's it, it's it's very it i you know i love and you're and you're going to know well i mean you already know now i've done an old podcast about relationships and now i'm doing a new podcast about relationships i love talking about relationships and love i love it but it may be just because it's over pooling within my own emotions you know in my own relationships like and i can't get over them i hold grudges I, I definitely hold grudges but at the same time i just love talking about love but i don't want to be stuck in my own filth 
You know what I mean? I need to wash myself clean eventually of my past. But at the same time, man, I, I love that woman. You know, I was going to spend the rest of my life with her. And I think that's another thing. And I've probably said this before, maybe, I'm assuming on my other podcast. But I think that's what a lot of women don't understand is that a man making the decision to spend the rest of his life with you is a very, he does not take that lightly. Forget talking about your dad, you know, talking talking to your dad about that. Like, who cares about him? We don't care about him because he, he ain't going to help us in this in this relationship. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I don't understand. Oh, I'll, I'll talk to your father about uh, if we should get married or not. What's he going to do? <laughs> you know, he's not going to do nothing. He's 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 gonna he's not gonna help us with the bills, you know. He might help us with the kids, but he's not gonna help us with the bills or nothing. So I don't know why I need to speak to him. <laughs> so, um, but it's like he, it's a big decision that he's making. Like with you guys, you already know the answer. You just want the question to be asked, you know. Like you got you guys muscle us. Like oh, oh when are you gonna? Like, oh my god, it's been like four years, it's been five years, it's been seven years. When are you gonna ask me? When are you gonna ask me? When are you gonna ask me? She's just like, damn, all right, man, just calm down. It's like, oh, I'm gonna ask you tomorrow, all right? I'm gonna ask you tomorrow. Damn, after after work. I'm gonna ask you tomorrow after work. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? But you already know the answer. You are you are raring to go as soon as we get down on Wendy. You you already want to say yes, but you know, you let us speak. Because you know, it took us forever to get this whole day right and then you know you say yes okay and then you know you take you you take the ring and then you freaking take 16 pictures and put two of them on instagram so you can show it off but we've been thinking for weeks like man i'm i'm saying that i'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person that is wild you know, like that's wild, and I don't think a lot of people, a lot of women get that. You know, it's like it's 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 very hard for us to to make that decision. It's like we're gonna spend the rest of our life with you forever. So it is. So to get that stripped away from you, when you think you're going on one path. And the road is is erased. You're like, well, I was going here. And it was going to take me 50 years. This road was going to take me 50 years into the future. But now, there's no road. The road is closed. You can't go this way. But there's a detour. And you take the detour, but you don't know where it's going. And that is what I've been feeling for the past eight years, you know? And, you know, you're in the car, and you're like, man, I really wanted to take that road, but it's closed now. Oh, well. But you still think about it time and time again. Man, I I wonder what that road had on it. I want to know what scenery was on that road. But I will never know because the road is closed. I just, so I just have to take this detour. And it it gets me sad sometimes, you know. And again, you know, I'm sure she's happy. 
she definitely got what she wanted and there you go you know but me i have to get what i want and to tell you the truth i don't even know what that is anymore i don't i mean i i have tried to date past her you know but it's been hard you know she 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 checked off a lot of my boxes that i didn't even know that i had you know it it it's very hard for me to find somebody who will take every aspect of who I am because I'm a quirky guy you know I'm a nerd oh sorry I'm a geek um I'm a geek um I could I mean I could be serious but I'm mostly playful you know I'm kind I could I could be stubborn and I could be I could be a dick if you push me there but it's like I don't know um I haven't found too many people who would take a risk on me but at the same time uh, i'm not i'm not i'm not perfect either i'm not i'm not saying that it's because you know again um i am not financially stable at all i live with my parents like i said before and it's it's been very hard for me to escape this hell (laughs) that i'm in (laughs) with my parents you know what i mean so um and oh my god and just the just the um just that life with them is very it's very interesting oh my goodness um but but with that we're definitely going to get into that in part two of this introduction because i didn't even know it was going to go that long but i i am glad because i am getting everything out this is great but i'm gonna stop it right here and then I definitely want you guys to listen to the second half of this where I'll talk about um, my good luck Chuck syndrome. We're going to talk about three girls, which is religious girl, yoga chick and Eve, all nicknames. You'll, you'll get to know you'll definitely get to know them. We'll get more into the life of the life of a 40 year old with your parents and um you know exactly the the dating apps and also why i feel like i don't bring much to a woman's table okay so we're definitely going to get into all that good stuff so thank you for listening to part one of this introduction i hope you keep listening to the rest of the episodes that will come after this you know the, again there's going to be married at first sight recaps but also um part two of this so i hope you listen to each each uh selection all right thanks guys this is the inquisitive nobody 